I am your host, Candice Kumalo, and I welcome you to another episode of the Health from Zanzi podcast. Whether you're brying in Bumalanga, hustling in Hillbro, or chilling in Cape Town, Health from Zanzi is all you need to tackle anything life throws your way. Every week, we dish up the hottest health trends, debunking myths, and chatting with inspiring South African health experts to make this health journey simpler for you. Guys, we all have those moments, choices, or mistakes that echo in the holes of our minds and are so difficult to forgive ourselves for. To navigate this self-forgiveness journey, we chat to clinical psychologist Marite Balenape from Johannesburg. She is a mental health profession who specializes in the diagnosis and treatment of mental, emotional, and behavioral disorders and is currently employed by the Gauteng Department of Health. Marite Bale, welcome to Health from Zanzi's podcast. It's such an honor to be chatting to you today. So Marite Bale, we often extend forgiveness to others, but how often do we extend it to ourselves, right? What would you say it means mm. to forgive ourselves? We often extend forgiveness to others and we tend to forget about the concept of forgiving ourselves, which mm. is quite crucial. In my thoughts and through literature, I would say forgiving ourselves is really engaging in a process where we accept our past actions and behaviors that we found to be unacceptable. Really just taking responsibility for our past actions so that we can then engage in a process of moving on. While at the same time holding in mind that we are humans who are not exempted to making mistakes. It is also really just a process of making space to accept, to work through and let go of the negative emotions and feelings that come with our experiences of making mistakes. And those emotions and feelings could be emotions of guilt, shame, regret, anger. It's about engaging in that process of really accepting that this is what I'm feeling and it's not uncommon for me to feel this. I'm giving myself space to feel it, to work through it so that I can let it go. As you just mentioned, we all know mistakes happen and it's part of our journey in life. But why even mm. when we understand that can forgiving ourselves be so difficult? Why is it so difficult to forgive ourselves? And can that difficulty then lead to developing certain mental health issues as well? So forgiving ourselves can be difficult. And as you were speaking, I'm thinking about a number of things that can make it difficult to forgive ourselves. So firstly, it is not uncommon to find that often as people, we find ourselves stuck at a certain state where we kind of ruminate and think back to our mistakes. So ruminating and playing our mistakes over and over can really make it difficult for us to engage in a process of forgiving ourselves because we go back to a time where we feel like I should have known better if I could do this differently. Instead of bringing ourselves back to now, instead of bringing ourselves to a state where we can say, I did what I did yeah. and it is common and I need to engage in a process of forgiving myself. So we tend to feel stuck. And secondly, I would say another factor that plays into making it difficult to forgive ourselves is that as I mentioned earlier, is that we experience different emotions and negative thoughts, such as feeling embarrassed, 
you might think that I am dumb or I'm stupid because I made those mistakes. And therefore, engaging in a process where you let go of those emotions or work through them can be quite difficult. So that makes the process of forgiving yourself quite difficult. And I think the crucial one that I was thinking about is that we often have what we call a critical and punitive voice within ourselves. So that critical voice is a voice that we often developed throughout our lives and our earlier experiences play a crucial factor in the development of that critical voice. And be that maybe when you were a child, you used to get punished for, let's say, dropping a class. So as you grow older, you don't allow space for making mistakes. When now as an adult, when you make a mistake, you then might feel that I should have known better or I shouldn't have made that mistake or I'm a failure. Having that critical voice makes it difficult for us to really forgive our mistakes. There is a question that you also ask about uh, does, you know, presentations that we see today, can they be linked to our past, the difficulties in forgiving ourselves? And I can say, yes, as I mentioned earlier, we often experience negative thoughts. We often experience negative emotions. And therefore, those emotions may leave us in a state of feeling sad, experiencing sleep difficulties and all that. And that can be linked to what we see, presentations that we see today where people then start feeling or reporting experiences of feeling depressed or feeling anxious and the likes of that. You've highlighted some very, very important points, Marita Bele. Now to navigate the self-forgiveness journey with more understanding, let's talk about some common mistakes we make when trying to forgive ourselves. What are some of the most common mistakes people tend to make when trying to forgive themselves? What really stand out for me as you were asking the question is that the common mistake that people often make is having a pattern where people think that they have to get over it Mm -hmm. and they have to forgive themselves as in like now Mm -hmm. instead of thinking of it like a journey, like a process. So for example... I'm thinking about it where when we start gym, it's easier for us to go to gym and then tell ourselves that I'm going to go easy on myself, that today I'm going to run five kilometers, tomorrow I'm going to run 10 kilometers, to the next day I'm going to run, let's say, 20 kilometers. But we tend to not be that easy with ourselves when coming to forgiving ourselves. We want it to happen today instead of seeing it as a journey similar to that of gym. So that is one of the common mistakes. So when people find themselves in a process where they really are struggling to forgive themselves, then they tend to give up because they feel that they are never going to reach the destination. Mm -hmm. And I would say another common mistake is as people is that we oftentimes don't leave room to fall. The example of gym that I was using is that when you go to a gym and you run, let's say 10 kilometers today, and tomorrow you run five kilometers. An unrealistic expectation that you set for yourself can lead you to quit because you feel that, you know, you are never going to be able to get there instead of seeing it as a journey which will have times where you fall. So when you're thinking about it in the state of mistakes is that unrealistically we might feel that 
we can't have days where we feel sad. We can't have days where we go back to our past mistakes. Instead of seeing it as it is okay to have those days, but it doesn't mean that we are not getting better. It just means that it's just a bad day, not a bad journey. One other important one that I was thinking about is that the mistakes that we made could be that we often feel that while we're going through this journey, we have to go through it alone. Instead of realizing that it is okay to ask for help, it is okay of talking, it's okay to talk to someone about it, which will positively make our experiences easier to go through. Regardless of all these mistakes and all these challenges you've mentioned that we face when it comes to accepting our mistakes, Madhisibale, how can we learn to accept our past mistakes and move on, despite it all? As I was thinking about it, I'm thinking that I've mentioned some of the pointers, but just to clarify and point them again, when I mentioned three important factors that will help us learn how to accept our mistake and move past them. Number one is really taking responsibility. Allow yourself to take responsibility for your mistake and take accountability. And that for me is really the first crucial step that will allow us to really move forward and open up the possibility of learning from our mistakes. And the second one will really practicing what I'll call self-kindness and compassion really remembering that we are human and we are not exempted from making mistakes. And if you keep that in mind in the process, you will then get to a space where you start the process of really forgiving yourself because you are much kinder to yourself when you are challenging that critical inner voice that's saying that you have to be perfect and um, you don't have to, to make mistakes. And the third one that I think is also crucial, as I mentioned, is seeking support. You know, seeking support is crucial throughout this process because the journey of self-forgiveness is so hard and so long. And with the right support, it can slightly be easier and more tolerable. In closing, Marite Badli, are there any words of advice you'd like to pour out there to anyone struggling with forgiving themselves for past mistakes? What I want to share with people is what I've already said around being kind to yourself and remembering that we are all human and we are not exempted from making mistakes, that you are not alone and that you are not the only one that makes mistakes. Challenge yourself to get to a place where you can really remind yourself that part of my journey as a human is making mistakes. And therefore, I am not really a bad person. I have just made a bad decision that I am willing to learn from. Thank you for joining this week's episode of the Health from Zanzi podcast. To find out more on being the healthiest version of yourself, visit healthfromzanzi.co.za. This is the Health from Zanzi podcast and your ears are always invited. Remember, self-forgiveness is a process. There will be bumps along the way, but with each step, you'll feel the weight lifting and the path ahead will become clearer. Stay healthy and fancy. I am your host, Candice Kumalo. Until next time.